Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. A pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades, plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save eight dollars on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly Auto Parts. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060 Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com Lineup Lock Live Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, Cam Stewart under the weather. We uh, hope Cam uh, is better. 
if not even for tomorrow, later in the week, of course, because he's uh, going to be in studio with us on Sunday. The uh, Super Bowl Sunday extravaganza all day long right here on the Fantasy Sports uh, Network. We'll, uh, we'll have you all, all the, the best bets, the props, and, of course, DFS as well. Let's get a head start right now on the Super Bowl and take a look at tonight's NBA card with uh, one of the best, if not the best, DFS player in the business. Drew Dinkmeyer joins us, DailyRoto.com's Drew Dinkmeyer. Drew, always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Gabe. So, uh, Drew, let's get down to business. I'll cut the small talk. Super Bowl. Uh, I was just talking with Scott Engel and with Mike Blewett. And we're sort of disagreeing on the narrative of the game and the theme of the game. Belichick, I mean, hell, I mean, pretty smart football coaches that make million dollars a year have been able to figure out what he's going to do. So I don't know if I can, Drew, right now, right? We're like, oh, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. Um, But without being stated, I expect points in this football game. I know the money keeps on coming in on the under. Uh, I think, you know, the quarterbacks, it seems, you know, like uh, we, we talk ourselves into this. Oh, there's going to be, they're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball, and these games turn into track meets, especially the Super Bowl. Five of the last six Super Bowls, Drew, have gone over the number. Yeah, I think one of the things that plays into that a little bit is you get used to seeing some of these lower-scoring environments or struggling to score in the postseason when, you know, some of those games are influenced by weather, and the Super Bowls aren't. You know, they're in domes or, or warm condition stadiums, and so I think sometimes uh, you also have the added effect of teams playing with a little bit more desperation and going for fourth downs and different things like that. There's also some selection yeah. bias in the teams that make it to the Super Bowl or teams that tend to take those smart uh, advantage risks in terms of generating points. So, yeah, I think that, that might be in play there. Um, certainly these two teams are two teams that kind of fit that mold. I know McVay hasn't been as aggressive on fourth downs, um, you know, during the course of the season, but it'll be interesting to see if that ticks up um, in the Super Bowl where they're underdogs here. It didn't last, uh, you know, two weeks ago against New Orleans um, in that situation. But both these teams have a ton of offensive talent. The Rams probably have, you know, a little bit more defensive talent on the roster um, but certainly the Patriots probably have a huge coaching advantage there between the two sides. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I expect points to be on the board. I think it would be difficult for me to envision either of these defenses completely smothering and, and shutting down uh, their opponents. But obviously, you know, Bill Belichick has you know generally done well in Super Bowls when given extra time to prepare, even though that wasn't the case last year against the Eagles. Um, I like Brandon Cooks as a player. I like. I think he's very dynamic. Even I think he's the type of guy that can affect. He can affect the play, even though he doesn't get the ball. I think because they're always worried about a big play, the big play capability. We know that Belichick likes to target and attack, and take away. You know your certain strengths. So what what is that? And I know I'm starting. To, should I get cold feet on Brandon Cooks's props and in, in the over? You know, anywhere from 69 and a half yards to 73 and a half yards, depending on the book. You know, with Cook said, what about Robert Woods as well? I feel pretty comfortable that Woods is going to get targeted, that he'll have his receptions, that they'll, they'd rather sort of get beat underneath by Woods than something big down the field to Cooks. But as far as the, the Rams wide receivers, which one do you like better than the other for DFS purposes? Yeah, you know, I think they, the Woods is a little bit cheaper, and we have him projected a little. Cooks has the more outsized ceiling, so it kind of depends a little bit on what game format you're playing. But if you're playing these big tournaments, 
I would prefer cooks if you're playing like a cash game or a you know fifty fifty or head to head game or something like that. I'd prefer Woods, and that has a lot to do with the quality of the targets that they receive as well. As you mentioned, Cooks gets more of his opportunities down the field compared to Woods. Uh, Woods gets a little bit more of those like quick hitters and, and involved in the screen game as well. Um, so we've got you know we've got both of those guys up in the higher seventies, low eighties in terms of projected yardage. Um, but the the big thing, and we talked a little bit about this last week, the big thing that comes down to the receivers' props is ultimately like how much is Todd Gurley going to play. Because if, if Todd Gurley plays like he did early in the season where he's an every-down yeah. back and he's rarely off the field, then it's going to soak up opportunity from the wide receivers because Todd Gurley is much more involved in the passing game than C.J. Anderson is. If it's going to be more of a split, as we've seen the last few weeks, there are more opportunities for those wide receivers. And so we're somewhere in the middle on this. We, we're viewing it as more of a split, I guess, than you would say, than Todd Gurley dominating the work, workload. So we're a little bit higher on the Rams' you know, receiving core, the wide receivers, uh, relative to their props than we would be to Gurley. But if we're wrong on that and Gurley's out on the field a ton, that would certainly impact the overall projection of the other guys just because of his involvement in the passing game. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're with the True Dinkmar, DailyRoto.com's uh, True Dinkmar. We'll take a quick break. I want to get his thoughts on uh, Rob Gronkowski. There's a lot of X factors coming in uh, to this uh, Super Bowl. And, you know, Gurley, what kind of an impact is he going to have on the game? And does Rob Gronkowski have one last big hurrah left? Have we written him off too early? Game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we'll get into the Kyrie Irving uh, being out uh, thing in a couple of minutes, actually. Uh, we'll see how much did that affected the point spread. It was 11. Uh, it was 11 before with Kyrie. And uh, it is now nine and a half, actually. So, uh, Drew, Kyrie Irving worth a point and a half, according to the odds makers. But we'll get to that uh, momentarily. So, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Drew, uh, his prop is a three and a half receptions in this football game. Um, Mike Blue was talking about will Rob Gronkowski score a touchdown. It's in like the plus 180 range in some spots, which is almost be unheard of. The Gronkowski would be such a big part of the offense. What do you make of Gronkowski? Does the bye week help him? Does he have sort of a last hurrah left, so to speak? Um, it's difficult to tell because I would have, you know, going into that AFC championship game, I would have been on, you know, the side of Rob Gronkowski looks like he is physically incapable of performing to the level we had seen or expected from Rob Gronkowski in the past. And then he came out, he had 11 targets. He played very, very well in that game. And I don't know if just at his stage in his career, if it's just more of a, a volatile game to game situation with he gets banged up and they run less plays for him. Um, or what it is, those lines are, are, I mean, almost identical to what we have from a projection standpoint. So there's not a lot of value in either of those lines. Yeah, I would yeah. say, I would say from my vantage point, if I was really trying to force a bet on Gronkowski, I'd almost always take the under on the receptions and the yards. And I'd almost always take the plus side of a touchdown bet and just realize that, you know, if he's going to have a game where he's uninvolved, 
Um, on the whole, he's probably going to be under on the yards in the receptions. And if he has a game that he's going to be involved, he's very likely to score just the way that he is utilized. So um, that's if, if I had to force action on that, that's kind of the direction that I'd go. But uh, those we have them for 3.48 receptions. We have them for, you know, half a touchdown. So those, those lines are right in line with our projections. All right, Juice. So before we move on to uh, to the NBA, uh, tonight's card in the association, who's a player that's flying under the radar? Give us one guy that you want to put your name to that you can say next Monday, I told you that guy would have a big game <laughs> that, that's flying under the radar. I'm bringing up Everett. Is Everett going to come up with a big play? Is, is it going to be Josh Reynolds? Who is there going to be a trickle-down effect? C.J. Anderson, you know, Chris Hogan, who's who's an, who's a sort of an X factor that you feel that you know you're looking at? You think you know what? I think this guy might be flying under the radar. So I think the challenge for these two offenses is that they are just so concentrated on the hole that we usually know where the ball is going all the time that it's hard to find somebody that's particularly under the radar, let's say. The guy who I would say would have the most chance of having like a surprise outlier high-end performance would be Chris Hogan, just because he's on the field a ton. He is running routes down the field. He is getting uh, occasional opportunities down the field, and he could uh, make one of those big plays. But in general, these offenses, you know, on New England side, we know – James White and Sonny Michelle and Julian Edelman are getting the majority of the touches on offense. On the Rams side, we know it's going to be one of the two running backs, uh, you know, most likely splitting touches. And then Woods and Cooks uh, getting the most of the opportunities uh, on, on the Rams side. So I think Hogan would be the guy that would be most off the radar that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I would be really surprised, you know, if, if it was Gerald Everett or Tyler Higby or um, – or Philip Dorsett or someone like that having like a huge game that makes an impact. Those guys could catch a random touchdown. Um, but I, but I think, you know, the guy that is on the field the most in making potential plays down the field would be Chris Hogan. All right. So let's jump into the national basketball uh, association. Uh, looks like Kyrie Irving is out. Um, which, when did this break? Cause I've been you know, in such Super Bowl mode yeah, right now for the last that, uh, two that, hours. So, that one was a midday one. Uh, some of the injury information that came out, like the NBA got overshadowed a lot today by the Anthony Davis trade request. So some of the injury yeah, information yeah. that trickled in throughout the day kind of got overshadowed a bit. But Kyrie was ruled out middle of the day, which, you know, it's a, it's the, it's a matchup with Brooklyn that we've seen them play without Kyrie Irving before. They struggled in Brooklyn when that happened. Brooklyn's been playing very good basketball of late. Um, but, you know, they're, they're now at home. They still have this strong implied total over 110 points tonight. And it's the same kind of thing where Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, all these guys benefit from the absence of Kyrie Irving because it's such a huge void to fill offensively. So all those guys are, are going to be in play tonight and are, are relatively underpriced. It's not as extreme an underpriced situation as they were, you know, a few weeks ago when Kyrie uh, randomly missed some games and Terry Rozier was like 4,000 or 4,500. He's up to 5,300 now. But a lot of these other guys like Jalen Brown's price tag hasn't moved. Jason Tatum's price tag hasn't moved. Uh, those guys are still really good values. Uh, so uh, looking, yeah, I, I like Jason Tatum uh, coming into to tonight. So the highest total tonight is the Hawks and the Clippers game. Uh, the Hawks are like the worst, you know, team defensively. So what about Tobias Harris tonight? Uh, Harrell is a guy that not a lot, not a lot of people talk about, but the price has gone up uh, for Harrell. But it uh, looks like Harrell, and I know it looks like the computer likes Harrell a lot tonight. So if you're looking, you know, if you're looking at a stack game uh, tonight, which one are you looking at? Is it the Hawk Clipper game? Yeah, that's the game that we're looking at. The the tricky part is trying to figure out who on the Atlanta side you can get comfortable with kind of bringing back. 
Uh, usually it's Trey Young or John Collins. When they were a little bit thinner there on the wings when Torian Prince and Kevin Herter were hurting, uh, they, they had a little bit more op- opportunity for playing time. But it's one of these things. Atlanta plays fast, and they're not a great defensive team, so implied totals against them end up being really high. Uh, the Clippers have an implied total of 120 tonight, which is basically higher than almost everybody else on the slate you know, by two full points. And they're playing without Danilo Gallinari, so they're a little bit shorthanded in terms of the scoring, which means that our model just loves all the Clippers. So you, you, we've got like five Clippers in our top like eight or ten values on the slate on DraftKings tonight. Uh, you can pretty much pick a dart and throw it at a Clipper, and you've got a decent chance of having a good play in your lineup. The question will be ultimately like managing how many Clippers you want per lineup, and if you get to a certain number, if you get three or four Clippers, do you need to bring back someone from Atlanta side to really maximize the upside of that lineup. And those are the kinds of decisions I'm making when building my GPP lineups. Now, looking at the stars tonight, it's always tough when you have the Golden State Warriors, right? I'm never really sure which one of these guys is going to go off, Drew. So, you know, I, I see that the optimizer likes Kevin Durant a lot tonight. Uh, but then there's a drop-off. So where I'm going with this is, is Jokic a must-play? Is Jokic like a must-play as far as starting your lineup uh, tonight, even though they're playing against Memphis? So I think he's the safest of all the expensive guys on this slate to have a really strong performance and, you know, approach 50 fantasy points. But I also think he's the most appropriately priced. So I don't think there's a ton of value to be had with Jokic tonight, but certainly if you just, if you had that salary and, you know, the Warriors are a little bit tricky to figure out on a night to night basis, if, it would be fine to, to go away from him. I think Kevin Durant is you know, similarly projected to Jokic with a $1,400 discount, so we like Durant. Uh, the perimeter d- defenders for Indiana are lacking without Victor Oladipo in that injury, and they're without Tyreek Evans tonight too, which is going to shake up their guard rotation. It, it just was announced that they're going to start Edmund Sumner, um, who hasn't been in the rotation, so that's a little bit of a change to, the, to their approach. Um, but Durant is the guy of the Warriors that I feel best about overall. I think some of the Warriors' offense has shifted away from Stephen Curry having the ball in his hands as much, so it's hurt his assist rate a little bit. That could change in the absence of Draymond Green tonight, uh, simply because they've been running and initiating so much more of the offense through Draymond as a passer, and that could help Steph. Um, But I think Durant gets a little bit of a minutes boost in terms of upside without Draymond. It sounds like they're going to start Jordan Bell tonight, who hasn't been playing as much. Uh, But both Durant and Kevon Looney should benefit from the absence of Draymond in terms of the overall minutes upside. So Jordan Bell, uh, Jordan Bell's like uh, real cheap tonight too. Uh, dirt, dirt. Yeah, he's real. He's real cheap, but I, but I think it's a little bit of a trap. Uh, be careful there with Jordan Bell because <laughs> he's gonna, you know, he's gonna start next to Demarcus Cousins, and that's just a huge rebounding usage monster. Um, and Jordan Bell's been an effective point per minute producer in his career, but most of those minutes have been, you know, as a bench player, not playing with all the starters. Uh, and they've had, they've shown so much confidence with Kevon Looney. Uh, this season and he's played so well that I would be surprised if Jordan Bell went from like out of the rotation or barely playing to immediately playing like 25 minutes. We only have him projected for 18 minutes, even in a starting role tonight. So while he has the upside to pay it off, we don't have him with a median projection that's worthwhile. Uh, Drew, we got about a minute or two left uh, here. So Trey Burke is someone I see uh, that um, that you guys like a lot at Daily Roto uh, today. Yeah. So I don't know if it's you personally. I don't know if it's the computer or how, how Trey Burke came up as much as he did. But talk to me about Trey Burke tonight as uh, the Knicks go back-to-back played last night against Miami. Yeah, Trey Burke's been an effective point-per-minute producer from a fantasy perspective when he's been with the Knicks. And now no Manuel Moutier, no Frank Nelikina. There are a lot of backcourt minutes there to fill. So we've got Trey Burke playing 33 minutes, which at that price tag makes him a really strong play. 
Uh, we've been projecting up near 33 to 35 fantasy points. Drew Dinkmeyer for the complete analysis and uh, breakdowns. You want to make money, you go to dailyroto.com and uh, check out those optimizers and projections. Thanks for the time, Drew. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Morenci. All alone suddenly, but I do have my main man Yang still. I gotta tell you, man, just every day it's an adventure here. But uh, we get through it and we uh, we knock it uh, we knock it out of the park. Thanks to Mike Blewett and to uh, Scott Angle for joining us uh, and Drew Dinkmeyer as well. And of course, Drew Dinkmeyer from uh, Daily Roto. Um, I was looking forward to boasting about my uh, another quality golf uh, lineup uh, that we gave you guys uh, last week. That's the uh, second consecutive week that the lineup that we gave you finished in the money. We ended up uh, doubling uh, doubling the money that we put in. Um, so it'll remind you that uh, the DailyRoto.com uh, golf optimizers uh, can help you win money playing DFS, can also help you betting as well. That's the thing, guys. The Daily Roto crew, they've really done a good job of also – sharing and i've always talked about this you know people always used to ask me so coming from a gambling world into a fantasy world what what has helped you more and i've i've often said that the fantasy knowledge has helped me gambling more more than anything and daily roto the computer has done a great job and the website the guys that run a website have done a great job of which you know so you have your dfs projections but then it sort of tails off into the player projections as well so they have the same player projections now for the nba guys as as they do so if you want to bet rebounds and and you know total points for a player etc or if you ever want to ask us all right how many how many points do you think this guy is going to be projected to score uh, you can all we can tell you or we can always check so it's it's it is a uh, it's a big help it's a big help. Like, you know, I know the, the tagline is you're at a competitive disadvantage if you don't have it, but you actually really are. Uh, so the DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with the all-new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Um, they've got lineup optimizers, custom settings, and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, uh, ownership projections, and I should note, too, good job by, uh, by Daily Roto as well, like our boy uh, J-Rod. Our boy J Rod always, um, our boy J Rod always used to say, you know what? He plays the Yahoo uh, fantasy, and um, there was no projections for the the Yahoo fantasy. And I'll tell you what, too, guys, I should check out this Yahoo fantasy. I saw a story last night on sixty Minutes about this couple in Michigan that were crushing a lottery. That you know, basically, not a lot of people were playing this lottery, and no one really figured out that you could make money. 
uh, on the lottery. And it's almost the same thing. Like uh, J-Rod in Louisiana, a regular caller, he brought it up. He said, guys, there's these Yahoo tournaments where there's a lot of money in the pool, but there's not really a lot of players, and they're giving the money away anyways. Uh, I think we're, I was sort of missing out on that. And in fact, later in the week, I'm going to sign up and uh, play some Yahoo Fantasy just to mix it up. All right, we'll get to uh, we'll get to the phone lines in a second. I just want to tell people about the uh, the data golf stuff. It's great stuff. Uh, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities with simulator, outright and top twenty market betting tools. So it has a percentage for you. Like, all right, what's the percentage of this guy making uh, the top twenty? Which is great because I love betting the top ten and top twenty props. Head to head and three ball betting tools for the uh, the tournaments. Uh, PGA Pro Tips, subscriber chats, and more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf. Enter promo code GOLF19. That's GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium and then uh, go on the uh, the Golf uh, page. Enter promo code uh, GOLF19 for a 10% discount over at DailyRoto.com. Let's bring in Julio from Chicago who... Can't really, uh, you got NHL too, so you can't be too much of a big card, Julio, tonight because you're sort, sort of limited with the games, Julio. And I've had a crazy day today, so I'm glad there's not a million college games. I don't have to break down. <laughs> What's going on, Julio, in Chicago? Uh, Gabe, hope you're doing well. Uh, we're in the midst of a wonderful snowstorm preluding to an Arctic blast, so uh, I cannot wait. I've got my got my flower and my uh, vapor pens with me, so uh, it should be a nice mellow few days here in snowy Chicago. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing that, and I guess in New York we're kind of lucky. It is uh, There's a chill in the air, without a doubt. You can feel that it's, it's getting colder, and I, you know, I think it's going to be like, you know, 12 degrees or something like that on Thursday later in the week. So you can feel it coming, but no snow. But I see on Twitter, so you're getting blasted in Chicago. I see that uh, Montreal is under snow right now. Toronto is under snow. The East Coast getting pretty hit hard. No, no snow in New York right now for one reason or another. Very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, I was looking at the card. Not uh, Thankfully, it's a small card for me because uh, you know me, Gabe. Uh, if I see a big <laughs> card, my, uh, my eyes light yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Very good. Uh, yeah, the, the, I, the schedule makers have uh, intervened. Thank heavens. Yes, Lord, Lord Gamblar and the uh, schedule <laughs> makers are, are helping us out. Although I did play earlier today Southern Utah in afternoon basketball against uh, Northern Arizona. I took them on the money line, and, of course, the Thunderbirds lost. But it was, a, it was an entertaining game. Entertaining game. I, and I like listening to my fellow play-by-play announcers so I can uh, learn some new terminology so I can use into my game. So tonight's card the with the Lumberjacks. NHL. The Lumberjacks, that's right. It was, it was a good game. Good good matchup, and I always like watching uh, mid-majors as we get set for the tournament, uh, for conference tournaments uh, at the uh, beginning of March. It's always good to uh, keep uh, keep watching these mid-major teams, try to find out uh, some of these hidden gems, potential upsets in these conference tournaments, which, which are always bound to happen. Uh, tonight, I like uh, on the my NBA part- tonight. I'm looking at the NBA. Seems like that's the best spot. Even though I'm going with a couple of these underdogs here, Julio, in college basketball. Small plays, and I'm not going to lie. I had a rough weekend, man, um, with, with college games. I was a day late and a dollar short. So, But tonight, and I'm not going huge or anything. I've got a little bit of cold feet. But I, you know, I'm looking at Baylor plus the five and a half. Both, both dogs in the Big 12. Uh, TCU getting five and a half and Baylor getting five and a half. I like that TCU number a lot. Two defensive teams battling it out in Lubbock with the Red Raiders 
and uh, Horned Frogs tonight. And with Baylor, Baylor have shown up in conference games this year. I mean, I remember they were playing home against Iowa State and played pretty well. They're more of like a half-court type of team, so they may want to slow slow the tempo down a bit. I did go over in that game, over 139, Baylor-Oklahoma tonight. That, uh, that and I added Duke in a parlay with Golden State, but those are my only college plays tonight. I do agree with you with the NBA, especially with Victor Oladipo out for the Pacers. I'm going with Going with Golden State, I mean, with uh, DeMarcus Cousins back, I know they hurt me the other day against Washington, not covering, but, but the over hit very nicely. But, <laughs> but with DeMarcus Cousins, I mean, that's a, that's a completely different team. They, they played very well against Boston on Saturday, and that under hit for me very nicely. I, 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 like, uh, I like Golden State tonight, and I also like the Denver Nuggets. Denver needs to win this game. If they want to prove to the Western Conference that they are for real, that they deserve to be a number two seed, uh, it, come playoff time, they need to win a game like this on the road against a depleted Memphis team, a Memphis team that is thinking that Marcus, Marcus Saul and Mike Connolly Jr. are going to depart at any given moment. If, I, if, if you're a Nuggets backer, you need them to win tonight. This is a, a very important game. So I took them to, to cover the spread tonight at minus five. Yeah, I just hate laying points on the road, Julio. I, I, you know, yeah, Denver, a good team. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm going to... Um, uh, small card Marenzi tonight. Um, all right, even that, I've got four picks here. One NBA pick, dude, and you know, you're overlooking a team. Remember, remember Brooklyn Nets, 19 yep, and yep. five in their last 24 games. We're getting nine and a half points tonight with the Brooklyn Nets, nine and a half points, and Kyrie Irving's not playing. Is that in Boston? Yeah, it's in Boston. Okay, no, yeah, I'm, now, I'm, listen, I may, um, I'll throw some lunch money into that. Brooklyn, Brooklyn have won four of their last six road games. They've actually been better on the road. It's look, Julio. They got tattooed by by um, Boston. Drilled them. It was three Mondays ago. They were in Boston, and Brooklyn. You know, were on their streak still, but it was three weeks ago, and Boston messed them up. But what happened is they played the following Monday again in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn beat them by like ten. And if you remember, when they played in Boston, D'Angelo Russell didn't play. And then when they played in Brooklyn, Kyrie Irving didn't play. So now Kyrie Irving doesn't play again tonight. I don't know. The, the odds makers, it seems like a little overreaction for a team as hot as they are with Brooklyn uh, here. Do you have any reservations? Oh, go ahead, Gabe. Sorry. No, sorry. Uh, go, go. What were you going to say? Reservations about I'll, what? Without reservations Spencer Dinwiddie? With, uh, yeah, without Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, I, well, that, that has to come into play. And eventually you figure it's going to hurt them, right? I see Joe Harris is banged up right now, too, but he's going to be playing. I think they can they can absorb it, but Spencer Dinwiddie was the most important player. D'Angelo Russell scores points, but you know Dinwiddie was the one handling the ball at the end of games, and he was he is their most important player. It sucks that he, they, they have to deal with this. They already lost Karis LeVert, and now you know now they they got to lose they got to deal with losing Dinwiddie. It hurts, but. Dude, they've got a ton of heart, man. They they did grind it out. Atkinson's got to be, you know, he's not going to win coach of the year, but he's been one of the best coaches of the year for sure. That's going to be that's going to be a fun one. I'll add that to my place tonight, so I'll officially put uh, Brooklyn into the card. And then my last play tonight, you're getting is, nine and a half points, bro. You're getting nine and a half like points with a team that's nineteen and five in the last twenty four games. And NHL hockey coming out of the break, it's I've tough. Got, you I've, know, you never know. The Jets should beat one, the Flyers, though. I've got one play in uh, NHL tonight, and that's uh, what, uh, Pittsburgh 
Jersey, a goal in the first 10 minutes of the first period. Yes, please. That's, uh, that's my only play uh, <laughs> in, in hockey. I want to ask you, so I'm going to Vegas uh, after I announced the game Saturday, after some college troops announcing. Me and my good friend, we're going to Vegas. Uh, I'm going to meet with someone to be, my, to be an inputter so I can uh, build up a nice bankroll prior to announcing a conference tournament in Vegas uh, the beginning of March. But I want, in terms of so this is my first time really uh, betting on the Super Bowl, and I, you know, I'm waiting for Rams plus three at minus one ten. I hope to get that uh, later this week. But in terms of props, is it is it best to just go with the, the standard props that players have been doing throughout the course of the year, the field goal props, the receiving yards, and not try to go gung ho on some of these other ridiculous props that are over Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ridiculous ones, exactly. Like, you know, someone sent me one. Phil Mickelson, total this, birdies versus Josh Reynolds, like, receptions and all that crap. You're just, you're just rolling the dice, exactly. Sticking. I'm, uh, you know, we're going to go over some props when we come back here, Julio. It's always a pleasure. But, yeah, stay away from the frillier ones. They're not worth it. You don't have an edge on those. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, once again, I'm going to have to be a hypocrite, <laughs> which is not the first time. I'm just telling our main man, Julio, in Chicago, now you got to stay away from the frillier props, and here I see a couple of very interesting, stupid frillier props uh, that have been posted uh, right now. Um, and here, here's, uh, here, here they are, Tom Brady's passing yards in the Super Bowl, plus 200. Um compared to Bryce Harper's next contract amount in the millions and that's actually minus 300 that's that's Tom Brady's probably going to throw his, the the prop for Tom Brady is 287 and a half uh, yards so Bryce Harper wanted originally like 500 million dollars that's obviously not happening and I don't know if it's because their collective bargaining agreement deal is coming up in a couple of years. Uh, the owner of the Houston Astros actually said over the weekend that the reason that Machado and Bryce Harper aren't getting big money, they're not going to get anywhere near what they think they're, they want to get, is because of analytics. And he said analytics have changed the game. And the owner of the, the Astros said, it doesn't make sense to pay one player so much money when you can find a guy to do similar, give you similar numbers, basically, for next to nothing. I mean, this is sort of, it's almost the era that we're arriving in now. And I think we're going to see this with pitchers down the road, too, in which teams are going to start to figure, you know what? We're not giving some starting pitcher all this money and stuff. Let's just, like, do the, the bullpen by committee, starting by committee uh, type of deal. I mean, we saw teams do it in the playoffs even last year. We saw Tampa Bay was very successful out of Tampa Bay, a financially challenged uh, team. 
um, went that route, and it actually worked for them. Like, they played themselves back. The Tampa Bay Rays traded everybody last year, and they basically played themselves into the wild card chase after they traded everybody, and they were starting, like, relievers for an inning. It actually worked out for them. So, as far as money is concerned, so Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady, if I had to throw a number out there, I'll say Brady throws for, like, 325 yards or something. It's gonna, he's going to go over the 287. I think he'll throw over 300, too. So let's say he throws about 325. Um, how much money is Bryce Harper going to get? I don't know if he's going to get $325 million. I think it might top out around 250 or so. And whatever's going to happen, at least. So if you bet this, Bryce Harper is going to have to sign soon. I mean, pitchers and catchers are reporting, you know, in what, 24 days or whatever the hell it is now. Even less, I think, 19 days or something. So so at some point, Harper's going to have to decide and say, I'm going to have to accept this deal. But I'm sure he's getting pretty frustrated by the way it's going. So I think it's worth a little flyer. Tom Brady passing yards at plus 200. Jared Goff passing yards in the Super Bowl. Manny Machado's next contract amount in millions. This one... This one's a little tougher because Goff will probably throw for about 290 or so. And Machado, I think Machado could get, uh, I don't know, man. You know, like uh, the White Sox supposedly only offered like $175 million. So, truth be told, I think it's a higher scoring Super Bowl. I think both these prop bets, you just roll the dice on the quarterbacks. Hope that the quarterbacks throw for like 340 yards each and stuff, which is a high possibility. And and then watch like Machado and Harper accept a smaller deal, maybe on a better team or in a situation that they, they want to settle in. Patriots total points. This one I like the most. Patriots total points in the Super Bowl compared to total runs scored by the Red Sox in the World Series. The Red Sox scored 28 runs in the World Series. The Patriots should score more than 28 points. Now, what's the team total for the Patriots? Let me just confirm. Because that's one thing that I'm going to warn Julio with. A lot of these props, you 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 know, you're like, oh, look at that. That's a good bet. Now, all right, team points. All right, team points. Total two-way. 28 and a half. See? Like, we're like, oh, that's a cool prop. You know, Boston Red Sox. So the sports book gets, like, publicity out of it. Hell, we're talking about it. So people talk about the prop. The New England Patriot team total in the football game is 28 and a half. So this is 28. You know, so you can have a cute little fancy prop. Oh, look, it, it really is ingenious to these odds makers that they come up with this stuff. That they came up with. You know, Red Sox scored 28 runs, which also happens to be the number for the team total. So you could bet that prop, but you could also just screw that stupid, silly prop and bet the team total, right? I mean, they all sound fun, and you get roped into them, but the odds makers have done the math where they're pretty much the same as as the other props would, would, would have been. Now, I went over some of the props that I like in this Super Bowl, and... You know, you don't want to overthink things. It can happen where, you know, there's a bye week, right? There's one game and there's a bye week. And, that's you know, we've been talking about the Super Bowl pretty much, you know, every day already for the last eight days since last Sunday night. Now it's really starting to kick into high gear. 
you know, you you can you can overthink things where you sort of get locked in. You like something, and then you start to talk yourself out of it. So, I got to sort of be careful that I don't talk myself out of some of these props. You heard Drew Dickmeyer say that he has both Cooks and Woods projected into the high seventies, into the low eighties, both of which would go over the number. Um, I'm going to be doing a FanDuel video tomorrow, early uh, early in the week tomorrow. We're going to get the prop FanDuel video kicked out there. Um, so will the team that score last win win the game? It's minus 220, but you got to say yes. You know, 12 in the last 13. This is 12 and 1, guys. And, you know, you can talk about, well, you don't want to lay minus 220. Well, I'd rather lay minus 220 and win than get a plus 160 and lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is going to be a little uh, what we call an insurance prop play. Will the team that scores last win the Super Bowl? As I mentioned, 12 out of the last 13 Super Bowls, the team to score last has won the game, with the exception being the San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens, the Kaepernick game, in which uh, Baltimore were up big, if you remember, and uh, there was a power failure. And out of the power failure in the second half, San Francisco went on a tear and came back, but they fell short. So 12-1, and one, I'm comfortable with this. Will the team that scores uh, last win the game? Yes, minus 220. The total punts is 7.5. It's interesting that Blewett brought up last week. There were 7 and 8 punts, respectively, uh, in those games. 7.5. There was one punt, one punt last year in the Super Bowl. I don't think I don't think this Super Bowl is going to be as high scoring as last year. Last year it was really high scoring. Like it was 41-33. 74 points, a lot of points. You don't usually get that uh, in a Super Bowl. That 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 was a lot of points. You know, we don't need that many points this time. Though. I think you know, I think this game gets into the 60s. I believe the game's going to get into the 60s. You know, when there's punts, the punts are going to happen early in the game, all right? Like maybe the first drive, you know, the Rams get stopped or the Patriots get stopped, and there's, you know, a couple early punts. But as the game goes on, there's going to be success offensively. And the Patriots don't want to get into a track meet. And I don't think the Rams do really either. So there will be a little ball control going on. It'll eat the clock up a bit. It'll They'll still result in points in the end of it, but... I'm going to look at under seven and a half punts here, and you know, I'm going to tell you too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to zero in and load up on one specific prop and oh, this, this can't lose because anything can happen, right? But I think we have a nice, pretty nice package of props here. Uh, under seven and a half uh, punts. The long field goal prop is a nice one here. Uh, weather's not a factor. The game's indoors, obviously in Atlanta even though they do have a roof, and there's actually props about whether the roof is going to be open or not. But between between Guskowski and um, and Greg the Leg, uh, Zerline, I'm pretty confident we can get this long field goal. Now, it depends on your book. I've seen it as low as 44.5 and as high as 46.5, which is actually a difference. Now, if you can only get it at 46.5, I still think it goes over, but... You're skating on thin ice. 40, you know, there's a difference. There, you'll notice there's a lot of 44-yard field goals. There's a lot of 45-yard field goals. It's like one of these key numbers. 
where they're kicking from the 28-yard line. Yet, the thing with this long field goal prop is, even in the bad weather last week, Kansas City and uh, New England got it. So, Belichick isn't scared to go for a longer field goal. He's got confidence in Guskowski, and he will indoors. And we see, you know, Greg DeLeg hit a 57-yarder last week. I think he had a 51-yard or two in the same game, right? So, obviously, McVeigh has confidence in him. Um, you know, some coaches are wimps. And, oh, we don't want to give the team the ball at the 47-yard line or whatever. You know, the, these guys have a little bit more guts. So, I, I do like the long field goal prop. We talked about the largest uh, lead in the game prop earlier in the show, 16 and a half. I'm going to go under the number, but once again, it's not one of these deals I'm going to load up on it because – there could be a 17-point lead in the game. We've seen, actually, we've seen, we saw last week, man, the, the New England Patriots were up, weren't they up 20 to 3? Was it 20 to nothing? 17, I it was 17 nothing. Um, you know, they were up early. The Rams were down early, 13 nothing um, early in that football game. So, you know, we talked about it. This, you know, will any team score three uh, three times in a row? And I used to often, when I was young and dumb, and I'm old and dumb now, but when I was young and dumb, I'd be like, oh, there's no way in hell. But it would, the teams would always score three times in a row. I'm still leaning with the under 16 and a half here, though. Still leaning with the under 16 and a half. And we'll jump into the rest of our props, as I stated, uh, throughout the week. Uh, but tomorrow we're going to be doing a FanDuel video that should be up on, on FanDuel's uh, website, um, The Duel, and um, The Hurry Up, and... Um, It'll be up on, on their Twitter. I'll retweet it. I'll retweet it. But let's get into the, the plays tonight. And I did do an NBA lineup here for you. Um, we were doing really well in the NBA. But last week was frustrating uh, for DFS purposes in the NBA because, you know, you'd have like 336 points and win four bucks back. Like there, there were a lot of really, really high point uh, point totals last week. And, there's not a lot of casual people that play NBA DFS. Like, it really does seem to be a pretty shark-infested uh, water zone. Um, so Kyrie Irving is out tonight. We're going to go with Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier at point guard. Uh, Trey Burke. Uh, you heard Dick Meyer talk about all the injuries to the Knicks. Trey Burke uh, is going to get some playing time here tonight. So our, our guards are Rozier and Burke. Uh, Jason Tatum is a player that I already liked, even with Kyrie Irving in the lineup. Uh, but I like Tatum now at $5,600, uh, even more. Uh, Noah Vonley. Noah Vonley is a guy that the computer likes all the time. The Daily Roto computer likes him all the time. And, you know, he only he didn't he didn't do much last night. Last night he tanked. So I think people will sort of like, uh, you know, it's a time to sort of buy low now on Noah Vonley. So we're going to go with Noah Vonley at 6200 bucks. Nikolai Jokic. 10-8. I'm not staying away from this guy. The guy's just a freaking fantasy machine right now. On a night that really, you only really have the Golden State Warrior players that could potentially go off and put up massive numbers. Like uh, Jokic coming off a 76, uh, 76 uh, fantasy point night. 69 before that. 58 before that. Like I said, man, I'd, sometimes I'll stay away from the obvious pick, but not tonight. Not tonight. I'm going with Jokic at center. Uh, Patrick Beverly, uh, $4,500. Uh, Beverly, always uh, one of these guys that the computer likes. 
Uh, Kevin Looney's another guy the optimizer likes a lot this evening at $3,900. And Kevin Durant, on a night in which there's not a ton of star players, you heard Dinkmeyer say out of all the Warriors, he thinks Kevin Durant uh, is the play here tonight. At $9,400, I think it's pretty affordable. I got $100 change left. So Terry Rozier, Trey Burke, Jason Tatum, Noah Vonley, Nikolai Jokic, Patrick Beverly, Kevin Looney, Kevin Durant, Rozier, Burke, Tatum, Vonley, Jokic, Beverly, Looney, and Durant. As far as our best bets are concerned, let's use the term best very loosely because uh, we didn't have a great weekend of picks. Uh, this weekend. Hopefully we can get back on track tonight and build up the account a little bit again uh, before the Super Bowl. It really sucked, man. I had a bunch of money in an account, and I even considered it. I was like, dude, even though you want to build this up more for the Super Bowl, you should probably... I had 800 bucks in the account. I was like, man, you should probably just put 500 on the Super Bowl right now. Just get it out of the way and at least say you got 500. I was going to play a parlay. and It would have paid nice. I was going to put 500 on the Rams... And um, and the over, Rams money line and the over, which uh, would have paid. What would have it have paid? Let's see. All right, plus five hundred. So five hundred dollars, a five hundred dollar parlay bet on the LA Rams to win a game and a game to go over the number, you would get back two thousand and fifty-two dollars. It's not bad. You know, the, the risk-reward factor isn't bad right there. You know, you drop 500, 500 on the Rams, money line. So Rams win a game, game goes over the number. $500 parlay pays back $2,052.27. All right, so anyways, uh, our picks tonight. I'm going to take the Brooklyn Nets, guys. Uh, if you've been tuning into the program uh, or the morning after, We've been riding the Nets, and for good reason. So give me the Brooklyn Nets plus the points. Give me the Winnipeg Jets minus the 140 at Philadelphia. College basketball, Big 12, both dogs. Baylor plus 5.5. TCU plus 5.5. So that's the Brooklyn Nets plus 9.5. Baylor plus 5.5. TCU plus 5.5. Winnipeg Jets minus 140. Great job, Yang. Other than that, you're on your own.